Hey guys, it is it's happening with Snooki and Joey. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens, it's it's Friday. Kurakomayan. Welcome to Real Happy Friday, y'all. I think Joey's depressed today. Uh, I'm making soup right now. Oh, you go take your meds. I think I have seasonal depression again. Oh my god! I'm not depressed. I'm just—I was just caught off guard. We're, we're, we're filming on an unusual day. Um, I was ripped from my sleep this morning. Um, You're so traumatic. Spider in my bed. Did I tell you? A what? I'll tell you later. Happy Friday! Welcome to the show, everyone. Grab a drink um, and buckle up because um, it's going to be a bumpy ride. Oh, cooch. Yes, happy Friday, and we want to start off by saying congratulations to us and our podcast because yesterday was yeah. National Podcast Day. How yes, cute. We were nominated for, um, for an Emmy. Emmy. Yeah, for Best Podcast. So thank you for all of your support over the years. Um, ongoing, um, ongoing support. Um, yes, we are a hard-hitting podcast show, so I'm really excited that we got nominated. I know. Thank you. for. I just want to thank the Academy. Did you um, get my list of topics I sent over? I did. So um, we're, we're filming or recording this episode early because I just announced, it's official, that I am opening up my second location in Beacon, New York. It's like finally done and it's my space and I'm going to be opening in November, hopefully. So, you know, I got to go and get my key and like move in and get everything situated. So what's the spot like? I, I was trying to Google Beacon, New York, but I don't know what the street looks like. Like, what's, what's on your block? Like, what's about, if you were there right now, like, what would be around the Snoopy shop? Is there like, bar- okay, so if you guys know, if you guys know Beacon and upstate New York, it's just a beautiful, beautiful town, um, especially right now because all the leaves are changing fall colors and it's just so beautiful and pretty. I just love it and it's nice and cool and, and crisp air. So I'm so excited. Um, but I'm on Main Street, and Main Street obviously has everything when it comes to restaurants and little boutiques and shops. Um, it has, like, a cute wine bar. So I'm really excited to be joining the Beacon Main Street family. Well, do you know that both – I have a goosebumps. Both your fucking stores are on Main Street. I know. So I feel like if I were to, like, get more stores, I want all my stores to be on Main Street. Okay, I just Googled Bacon, Beacon New York Main Street. It's so fucking cute. It's, you would love it. So eventually, you know, um, we're going to do a trip up there and we're going to visit the store and then we can go to a winery. We can have, we can have like a girls weekend. We'll figure it out. What a cute town. I can't believe I let you in here. You would love it. So I'm looking at the pictures. Everyone Google Beacon New York um, Main Street right now. How exciting. It's gorgeous. You guys are going to like what you see. So I'm really excited about that. And my best friend is running the store. Shout out to Stephanie. Um, I feel like you guys know her because I always post her when I'm home and I'm in my hometown and I couldn't really say that she was running my store because she didn't quit her job yet, but now she's good and she's mine and she's going to be running the store. She's the New York regional manager of the Snooki shop. So like we're playing house and pretending we're professional. You know, I'm so excited because, um, you have Snooki shop, New York and uh, Snoopy shop, New Jersey and Snoopy shop, New York. Um, I didn't realize until just like a couple days ago, um, I was in your office and I stole a pop, a pop socket, um, off your desk and I didn't know it was Snooki shop, New York. And I was like, Oh my God. It's like, I live in New York and this is Snoopy shop, New York. <laughs> I know. So eventually, you know, my dreams will come true one day and I'll have Snooki shop, Chicago, Snooki shop, Dallas, and I'll just be so cool. I'm real excited now. Is it, um, is it like, is it the same size as your, your new store? 
Or is it a little smaller? What's it like? What's the store like? Oh, no. So this store is definitely smaller. It's only 800 square feet, but I feel like I'm going to make it work and it's going to be cute and it's in a really nice spot. It's by this restaurant. Um, so I feel like we're going to be good. I mean, I wish it was bigger like my new store, but you guys are going to like what you see. And I'm so excited that I have a store where kind of I grew up. That's exciting. Look at me now. Look at me now. I went to a cute town this week. I went to New Hope, Pennsylvania. Ooh, why'd you go there? Um, because I had no idea that it was right near New Jersey. It's like, I had no idea. It was because my friends live in, um, Nick and Kara, they live in Raritan, New Jersey. And apparently it's only- Your friends? Your, your friends I stole. They, they're, only, they're only 35 minutes away from, from um, New, uh, what's it called? New Hope, New, New, Hope, New Hope, Pennsylvania. And I had no idea it was right next to Pennsylvania, but we went over there because it's such a cute little town. It reminds me of Beacon. I'm bad that I just saw it. It's like um, such oh, a- I love it. Not like a witchy kind of fall town with all like- cute little stores like psychics and um, witchy things and amazing restaurants. We went to one called the greenhouse and we went to another one called um, stellar. Everything was very good. Everything was stellar um, while we were there and everyone was so welcoming and sweet. And um, funny story that um, Yolanda Hardid, she bought a house. She moved from Beverly Hills over to New Hope, Pennsylvania, and she's a local. And Yolanda. So, Yolanda Hardid. And so Gigi and Beller, and um, Doer Leaper, they have been hanging out in New Hope all since she moved there. So everyone's like, you know, um, in the restaurants, like everyone, Bella Hadid and um, Doer Leaper are in like, every restaurant all the time. They're always walking around. They're always hanging out there. And my cute waitress at the um, one of the restaurants, she's like, yeah, when I first started coming here, I went up to the table. I was like, oh my God. And we're, you know, we're a small town. We don't know many people. She went up to her and she goes, oh my God, you're so pretty. You should be a model to Bella Hadid. And, the lady, and Bella was like, oh my God, you're so sweet. Thank you. She didn't want, she oh was, my God. Who I am. She was just like very humble. And yeah, um, Yolanda has a nice big farm over there with horses and, uh, you know, lands and acres and stuff. So yeah, so Bella lives so there cute. most of the time. And um, Dua Leaper, I guess, is their BFF and they hang out there too. So um, I had no idea. Dua and um, Yolanda are all part of the local celebrities over there. But I would definitely go back. It's such a cute town. And everyone, all the Kodak Crusaders were so nice telling me when I posted that, you know, I should go to this place, I should go to this place, and to all over that. So uh, uh, to New Hope and Chris, it was a good time, and I'll definitely be back. Um, you, should, you should check it out. So I really wanted to talk about, since Halloween is coming up, I'm really excited because I texted Joey, and I was like, oh, my God, we have to talk about this on the podcast. So if you are a 90s kid – or, you know, you could have watched this, whatever, on Netflix or wherever it is. Um, the Craft, if you don't know about The Craft, you're going to know about it because we're going to make you watch it. So, you guys, The Craft, it's such a good 90s show. I was obsessed with it. The Craft made me, like, want to do spells. And that's when I started to do spells and I thought I was a witch. So, I'm super excited to announce here at the Snooki Shop, and it's happening, that The Craft reboot is happening and um, I think it's going to be on demand during Halloween. October 20th. And I'm just super excited. On demand, October 20th. Yes, Entertainment. Now, the cool thing now, we can't go to the movies anymore because you'll die. But, um, like, I was scared of movies anyway. So was my mother. My mother would never go to the movies because she always has this fear that she was going to get hit in the back of the head with a bow and arrow. Oh, my. you crazy. I remember when I was shooting up the, the theaters. I was like, no, ma'am. So I stopped going to the movies a long time ago. And now with Corona, it's just the nail in the coffin. No one needs to go sit in those dirty chairs. And catch bed, oh, especially in New York, there's bed bugs. But yeah, on demand, October 28th. Yeah. I'm excited about this because I like to do spooky spells as well. And um, do you remember the original craft, that fucking woman's mouth? That big mouth she had, that scary mouth with that dark lipstick and gums? 
Oh yeah, uh, we're making all of our um, we're making all of our listeners watch, and it's such a good show. And I feel like this craft has to live up to it because sometimes when they do reboots, reboots, it's just like this is shit. Like you you ruined the franchise. Like come on. But I feel like after watching the trailer, it's not going to be that bad. It's happening. I don't know how, what kids do nowadays, but like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit older than you. I don't know if anyone realizes that, but I was just a couple of years older than you. Um, but back You're when, like 10 years older than me. Back when we were young and we didn't have, in, we had no internet, we had no cell phones, we had no, um, you know, on demand. We had to like go to Blockbuster for our videos. Yeah, we didn't have the shit. Make things up for our own. So witchcraft and spell and like spooky things were, were a huge Ooh. part of our, our growing up. Because when you're bored at a sleepover, nowadays, what do you do? You, um, you, you make a Snapchat of someone sleeping? No. In our day, we play fucking Lights as Feather, Stiff as a Board, um, Bloody Mary, uh, yes. and all these things. So let's talk about our things we used to do. So if you don't know what Lights as Feather, Stiff as a Board is, do you want to tell Snoopy? So Lights as the Feather, Stiff as a Board, I always did. Are there any spirits in the room? <laughs> and it never, it never worked, but you basically put two fingers under your friend's body. So one friend is laying down, and then you have four friends around the person. So the person's laying down, and you put your two fingers nice. under the person, and you chant with your eyes closed, Lights as the Feather, Stiff as a Board, until they start floating in the air, and that's when you know you're a witch. And I have tried this many, many times, and it's never worked. No, me either. Especially Annoying. When- my heavy set friends. Um, also, Bloody Mary was a thing, and I still won't do it to this day because I'm. I've never oh my god, I did it once. Done it like for real? Said it all three times. Yeah, and I ran out the door, and I literally thought, thought I was going to okay, die. So there's this thing called Bloody Mary. I hope I hope this all comes back now. If you're not doing this already, tell your kids go in the bathroom right now and turn the lights off. Yeah. You're to go go the- do Bloody Mary, and if you die, it's not my fault. Yeah, you're supposed to go and look into the mirror, turn the lights off. Oh no, no, do you say it when the lights are? Are you always say in the dark? You what? We say it in the dark or the light's on. Then you say Bloody Mary three times. Then shut the lights off. How does it work? No. So the lights, you go in, you shut the lights off, and then you say Bloody Mary three times. And then you're supposed to see the, the evil bitch in the, in the, um, in the, what's it called? In the, in the mirror. mirror. And if she, so a lot of times the mirrors would crack and then people would run out. So that was a spell. No, but I, I think there's honestly a movie about it. So oh, yeah. go watch it, guys. For Bloody Mary. Also, we would do seances all the time. That, I mean, the Ouija board was oh, one of yes. Ouija board, if you don't know what that is, that's a cursed thing. It's like a board, but, um, and there's yeah, a whole- Do not use that. But we used to just, we didn't have one, so we used to do seances, and we used to, like, get prepared, like, for the whole night, like, okay, are you ready for this? Like, yeah, I've been waiting all week. And, like, we talk about it all, all week during school. We were going to do a seance on Saturday, and it was always like, oh, my God, I heard, I, I heard it, I heard him. It was my grandfather, and, like, we're all, like, talking about our, our dead grandfather. <laughs> and, like, have, like, candles lit, and we put, like, um, red light bulbs in from the store, from like a shop, right? We'd get like a red light bulb and put it in the, in the thing, sit on the ground, and we'd all wear like all black and like black. We were very dramatic, black lipstick. And we used to do seances, and then one thing you had to say was like we'd find spells. We'd find spells like from books and like magazines that we saw and shows. And then, yes. are there any spirits in the room? If there are any spirits present, please, please announce yourself. <laughs> please make yourself known. Yeah, and then, and then we would hear a crack like in the house. Like we'd be like, oh, a spirit's here. Yeah, and then we start talking in that, and then we get we get so like psyched up in our head that this is really going on. That was how we spent our time when we were growing up. We were like, oh, those were the days. Wearing candles and fucking. Honestly, those were the days. Yeah, so I'm gonna put a spell on everyone, Snurb, today, and Chris. Yes, Queen. Um, so New Hope, that was fun. You're opening a new store. Um, what else happened, Sissy? Um, 
this is a cheerleader. She was flipping around. That's an, 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 oh, yeah. Make sure you guys follow Sissy at Sissy Giovanna because she's doing all her flips and moves. Um, and she just got her round of back handspring and then she got two back handsprings in a row. So she is killing it and she's going to be Simone Biles by like tomorrow. Is that the girl that's on Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, she was. She's a gymnast. No, that's, I, I keep guessing Sky Jack, confusing Sky Jackson with Simone Biles. Well, speaking of Dancing with the Stars, thank God Carol Bioskin was sent home. And it looked like she didn't even give a shit because they were like, okay, last words. Or Tyra was like, anything you want to say? And she was like, my husband's going to be so happy I'm coming home. Not oh. just like, oh, this was a great experience. Like, thank God you're gone. I know. I mean, she was just there for ratings. Thank God she's gone. It was like a joke of the show. And I'm glad people didn't like egg it on because I'm so confused about this. Now you were on Dancing with the Stars and last week was Disney. And I, I hit a sore spot when I asked you, were you on the Disney show? Yeah, thanks. And you said no, because they threw you off the night before. Um, I don't understand how- oh, the week before. I don't know how this thing's working. So like when, when, we're, when the girls, people are dancing on the thing, when we're, like last week when we're watching, they're dancing on the show. And all, the, all, you, all you see is the hashtag and the at of their name on it. You don't see a phone number or anything pop up. Are we supposed to be voting while we're watching the show and then next week they get, get, get eliminated? Or is it live? Like I'm voting as I'm watching them that night that person goes home. No, it's live. So as they're dancing, they're showing you a number to text and then you text that number like Nelly or um, whoever else is on. Who else is on? I forgot. Like Tyra never once says, all right, call. Make sure you're voting and calling in. I don't hear her saying that at all. No, I think it's texting. So you text a number and then you say the name of the person and then that's how they tally it up. And at the end of every show, somebody gets voted off. So no matter what the fucking people say, no matter what the judges can give someone a, a, a score of 30, that doesn't matter. Or it, they, if they get voted off, they get voted off. Or they vote up, the, the people vote the bottom two and they decide who they want to go home. No, I feel like the scores matter too, but... I don't know. Honestly, when I was on there, I was like, this, this has got to be rigged because this doesn't make sense. <laughs> I was so pissed when I got voted off. I was bored with watching the people that were on it. So I started looking at your videos, um, trying to find out um, what your scorings were like. And you got good scores a lot of times. Yeah, but I never got a 10. And I really thought one of my dances, if you guys Google um, Diamonds are a girl's best friend, Dance with the Star Snooki. I thought I deserved a 10 for that. And I just never got a 10. I feel like they didn't like me. Well, to each they own. As to Dana and Chris. As the Bible say. But I, I've been enjoying watching it. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for, of course, um, Justina uh, Machado and Sasha, because Sasha's our friend. And I think she's the cutest. But um, also that Jesse Metcalf is looking real tasty. Yeah, I'm voting for Justina and Sasha because Sasha's our friends. And I really love watching Nelly dance. I yeah. just think he's the cutest. He's adorable. Um, I wish he top, takes his top off and like wears sluttier outfits, but you know, you can't be too choosy nowadays, especially in this political climate. Um, but I just love how like Nelly is like this hardcore rapper and he's like so cool. But then on Dancing with the Stars, he's like so out of place and like awkward and shy. It's just yeah. cute. Nev Shulman, he was, he's a very good dancer. I found out that he used to Oh, do, he's so good. He used to do ballet back in the day. Who knew? Oh, really? That's why he's good. Cheater. Hey. Um, are, have you ever watched The Bachelor? Yes, but like not a full season, like obsessed with it. Nowadays, now but, there's this, um, I think I like The Bachelorette better because I like looking at boys more. Mm-hmm. So there's like much more boys. Like with The Bachelor, the one guy's only, there's only one guy and if he's not cute to you, then you can't really check out eye candy. But this Bachelorette that's coming up, 
with this new hoe. I don't know her name. Or maybe she's an old hoe. I don't know who she is. But I know this. I think a- it's two hoes now. I oh. think it's one hoe, and then she leaves, and then another hoe comes in. Oh, good. So even juicier. But anyway, this is all, it's like a bunch of guys. So I'm watching The Bachelor better because, Bachelorette because I can look at more boys and pick out new boyfriends. I already found one boyfriend on there. I forget his name, but um, he's from Ontario, Canada. Um, but I'm going to try that. And then I want to try to get into like The Bachelor in Paradise. There's a whole world out there that I don't know about. And spending all this time at home nowadays due to the, uh, due to, um, the pandemic, I'm going to try to watch the, um, try to watch that and see what, see what, what happens there. Also, Love Island. You watched Love Island once, didn't you? Temptation Island. Temptation I don't Island. think I ever watched Love Island, but we have some of our um, producer friends that worked on Love Island. Shout out to Dory, and I think there's a couple other people that I forgot. Dory the Explorer. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to um, Matt Cosmetics real quick, because me and Snoopy have got two new jobs, as I told you, and they're sending me and Snoopy all new makeup so we can use on our two new television um, performances. Oh, <gasps> well, we're working next week. I know. Are we? Oh, no. Saturday, we go away. Yeah, but are we working Thursday or is it just Tuesday, Wednesday? No, it's the third is Saturday. That's when we have to go there. No, I know. But I'm saying when does it end? The, oh, it ends. The fully ends the seventh or the eighth. The eighth. It ends the eighth. Oh, yeah. That's a Thursday. We might be late for our podcast or we'll see if we have time and then we'll do it. But me and Joey are filming something and I'm really excited, you know, to get back in the saddle. <laughs> Yes. And start working again. Hosting. She's gonna she's the new host of um of um Dancing MTV Chris. Dancing with the Stars um uh, um Bangladesh. It's the new um series that's uh, over there. Um so- Yeah, and honestly I have to say, like I have a huge FOMO right now because the cast is filming right now. That's what I'm and saying. you were in the- been there for like a week and I'm like, what is going on? Like in group text, I'm like, tell me everything. I know. So you got you got picked up in the do in the news because you tweeted out to your friends uh, wishing them well on their um on their new filming and on their excursion. I don't know where they went, but I think they all were on a private jet somewhere because I saw them posting about it. Yeah, I don't know if I could say where it is, but I have all the scoop. I know where. And, it is. I'm trying to be uh, I wish I could say like what's happening because it's insane. Yeah, it's going to be a whole new experience. It's um, going to be a good episode, you guys, and I'm going to be watching as a fan. So, y'all's queen. Did Jenny and Dina um, strangle anyone? <laughs> no, they're classy. Oh, that's right. I forgot. My friends are classy. Um, does CJ make an appearance? See? Yeah, CJ. C's there. So, like, everybody's family is there, which is nice because, you know, they're filming for a couple weeks. So, everyone brought their family out and, you know, it's a nice little vacation. Yeah, that's sad that you can't be there because you're going to be the, um, you have to ask Andy Cohen now if you can go places because you've signed on to the Housewives. (laughs) It's happening. Let's talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, drama. And I don't really follow all the drama. I know that Telly Manicamp's gone, so they're trying to replace her for season 11. So, also, I think Denise Richards wants to go, went home or something because she had a lesbian affair with some, um, with, what's her name? Brandy Glanville. Brandy Glanville. Um, but now, everyone's trying to replace this, the other characters. Now, every, there's a lot of talks that Kris Jenner was going, but she shut that down real quick saying that she's not signing on to that because... She just wouldn't. I think she has her own things in the works. I don't think she's done with the E Network as of yet. I think she's probably she's probably making ten other shows um, between all her cat, all her family members for the E Channel. That's not just the keeping with the Kardashians. It's probably like you know, Courtney, Courtney get, gets a juice cleanse and you know, Scott right. 
Bob and Scott go to uh, rehab. I don't know what it is, but they'll, they'll figure. But also, out. I read this article where she, you know she wouldn't ever consider doing the housewives because she's so used to being in control of the edit and being like, oh no, I don't want that. I don't want that in there. And I feel like with housewives, she's not going to have control like that. So she's like, no, girl, I'm not doing it. Can't be the executive producer, and she has no say. So I doubt she would do it. Now there's other talks. Yeah. Um, family members. Kathy Hilton, which is Paris Hilton's mom, and that is Kyle Richards' sister. So Kyle and Kim. I feel like we talked about this. No, Kyle and Kim's sister. So she would be a good fit for that. But now, um, all over the news, and people have been hitting me on my phone's been blowing up every five minutes. Caitlin and Sophia are in talks of joining the franchise. Now, I don't know how Sophia, my friend Sophia, because we've been, we've been hanging out and talking. Um, she is not a mom nor a wife, so I don't know how she would be a real housewife. Um, she's she's a she's a Beverly Hills diva, though. I mean, she lives in Malibu, but you know what I mean. She would definitely fit she's in. She's like a Beverly star or Beverly Hills elite, like socialite. Socialite. Is that yeah. a word? Yeah, socialite. Yes, queen. I don't think it has to be a mom or a wife anymore to be on the show, but she would be a great thing. But I could never saying that Caitlyn would be the sidekick. I mean, everyone. I would think that Caitlyn would be the the housewife since she is, is an ex-wife and, an, and a, she's a mom of, I think she has nine children. She's a mom of nine. So I think that would fit in. So I, I'll take yeah, it. She's a mom. I'll take it any combination of Caitlin and Sophia I can get my hands on. Um, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm totally here for it. I would love to see it. And um, I, would try, I would probably move to Beverly Hills to be um, the, the, the maid at the house just so I can be on the franchise. Um, <laughs> You're stupid. Who else do you think would be good for that show? For Beverly Hills? Yeah. What about... I'm trying uh, to think who, who I know in Beverly Hills. Yeah, all your friends in Beverly Hills. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me see. I don't know. I mean, I think there's so many other, like, fancy women we're not even thinking of. Why don't you guys chime in and let us know? But um, Yeah, let us know who you think. What about Ellen DeGeneres to redeem herself? Can we talk about this debate? Okay, that's next on the list. Yes. What, that was... I, I'm going to quote one of the people on the news. That was... Uh, um, a hot dumpster fire inside of a train wreck inside of a hot mess. All right. So if you guys didn't watch the debate, I'm happy for you because you're probably not stressed out and totally freaking embarrassed. So the debate started last night and right away I was just hiding under the covers. I was like, what is going on? I couldn't hear anyone. I have no idea what anybody said in the debate. I got no information at all from both candidates because they were both attacking each other like old grumpy men. And it was just terrible. It was the, it was so embarrassed. Like I was embarrassed. I was getting secondhand embarrassment and I was hiding under the covers. I had to change the channel because I was like, I'm not getting anything out of this. Me either. I mean, it was, I don't like watching people fight as it is, but this just uncomfortable because first of all, it's sad. Like when people are old and they're fighting like that. Secondly, like they were like, they were behaving like children between the three of them. Even the man, in the, the man that's sitting on the floor, he couldn't get a word. And he was like yelling at them both. Like they were toddlers. Everything, like, there was no, I couldn't believe that this was, this, these, this is, like, the presidential things. Like, you know, I, even I felt smarter than, the, than these people that were on the show. It was pretty embarrassing. And everyone, there's memes all over the world. People are talking, um, spelling Biden's name, by Don, B-Y-E-G-O-N, like, by Donald, which I thought was clever. I mean, it was, there's two more of them. I think the second one's going to, next week's going to be um, Mike Pence and Kamala Harris. That's the best. Yes. And who's the, what's the third one? Is the third one like double teams, like both of them against both of them? Or it's the two boys again? Yeah, I don't know. But now they're making extra rules and like different rules for the next debate because 
everyone thinks it's going to be out of control again. So I feel like they should like cut people's mics. So like when it's time for Biden to talk, he can talk. When it's time for Trump, Trump can talk. I mean, I don't understand why they just didn't cut each other's mics off. That's a smart idea. I never thought of that. It's so easy to do. So yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, I, I think that there were some good jabs. I felt very proud of Mike, of Biden because um, he's not much of a, of like a, a high, you know, a, a fast talker or like, you know, a, a mean, like, you know, a bully where the other one's a bully. And I thought that he was just going to get like, not be able to stand up for himself. Cause it's, it's almost like a real housewives reunion. That's what I felt. That's what it felt like. And that it, was it literally, it's that, that's what it was. Or like a RuPaul's reunion. Yeah. It was, it was very dramatic like that. Or the bad, real, the bad girls club reunion. It was all I, can't. I felt like it was a, it was a bad show, reality show. And you know what? I think I had a good point. I was thinking of the other day. It was treated that way because the one of them, the Trump is, he's comes from a reality show background. That's, that's, his, that's his job. So that's why he, he's making these, these uh, comebacks and doing this whole back, back and forth battle because that's his, his only job he had before this. Um, and he's a businessman as well. But um, I thought I was proud of Biden for sticking up for himself. He got a good a quote in that's all over t-shirts now. It says, will you shut up, man? And that's all over t-shirts. Um, everyone's doing that. A lot of attention went to Donald Trump because he refused to um, say, refused to um, not support the white supremacists, the group, uh, the Proud Boys. And so that's all, he's, there's hot water for that because he's saying, they said he refused to say that he's against white supremacy. So, you know, both sides had, it was, you know, a shit show with both sides. A lot of people that are Democrats are saying that they're pissed that it's Biden because they wish that, uh, um, what's the other lady's name? Um, Elizabeth Warren should, should have been up there because she would have ripped Trump a new asshole and that uh, Bernie Sanders <laughs> ripped Trump a new asshole. But I think Joe stood his ground good against the bully. I think um, Donald Trump was, it was a great showing for him for every, if everyone's, uh, you know, you got exactly what you wanted with Donald Trump. He showed up, he did, he did Donald Trump 100% made his, you know, his one-liners, his antics and whatever he does. So I could think both sides kind of got signed, got what they signed up for. They're both hot messes. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, I never really into politics, but I did vote today. Um, I think that really sunned my decision. Snoopy, I know you voted last week. Now, did that change, did last night's thing change who you voted for? Well, I wish I voted for an independent person. Because <laughs> yeah. that debate, I was like, I don't want any of these people, a lot of people um, running my country. A lot of people in the Midwest or wherever he, I think Wyoming, I don't know where he does it. A lot of people were showing that they saw Kanye Marie on their ballots. Um, no I, way. Yeah, he's on some of the ballots in like whatever towns, like smaller city or smaller countries. Not, you know what I mean? Where the, wherever the frig they lives. Um, no, yeah, I didn't have Kanye in mine. Not my, me either. But I did vote and um, I made sure that I put it in the mailbox. And, you know, I'm, I'm afraid like what's going to happen with this thing. And I think most people like Trump, like, there's talks like if Trump doesn't win that he's never going to leave the White House like and he'll try to like cause a scene and all this things for like a year and deny the, deny the results and do a recount and do all this stuff. So we're in for a real treat this November 3rd. Thank God, thank God I will be um, bound and gagged in a hospital bed by then um, because I'm having my surgery on the 10th. Oh, no, I, you know, I'm not going to have to deal with the repercussions. By the 10th, I'm going to be knocked out um, with Dr. Tuteller and my Tuteller uh, Titty Committee. But um, don't forget to register to vote. Go to vote.org if you're not already registered. No matter who you're rooting for, you have to vote. You have a voice. And that's the only way that you'll get um, change that you want in the world. So go on to vote.org, register, and make sure to go out on November 3rd. And V-O-T-E, quote out, call me. Now for the commercial. Yes, queen. Um, did I, <laughs> I was playing Best Fiends this week. Did I tell you? I, I, re, um, I, I 
I've been playing it on my phone, and I told you to try to beat my score. I always beat your score. You know, I collect, I collect some more slugs. Um, what else did I say? Oh, Trump's hair. That's what I'm talking about. So, <clears throat> while we're on the topic of politics, everyone saw that he like, had like, all these tax returns, and he like, wrote out $70,000 for hairdressing. And um, I do have to stand up and say that that's not a lot at all because if I was Trump's hairdresser, people don't understand. I'm going to break it down why it was $70,000. Um, he has, Oh my God. That's nothing. You paid more, you paid me more than that this year. I think. No, you didn't, but you know, do you know what I mean? As a, as a celebrity, someone has to be there every day. So I can say every single day, I'd say at least 300 times a year, 300 days a year out of 365, he is on TV or has to be camera ready. So a hairdresser is only charging him around $200. If he's paying $70 and around $300 a day, um, I'm, two, I'm sorry, 300 times a year, his hairdresser is only getting about $200 a day. That's for someone to sit there all fucking day and watch that fucking mop and make sure that there's not hair flying all over the place and that it's combed in the right place and cutting it and you know doing everything every single day. So this hairdresser is working every single day. That is not a lot of money at all. So they're actually, he's actually being cheap about his hairdressing because most hairdressers charge up to five to up, up to $1,000 a day to be there for the 24 hours, however long he's got to be on watch for. So um, it is very- yeah, but I, feel, I feel like that's a little dramatic because I could see like, if you're doing my hair every single day, if I was the president, because you have to comb it and like curl it and do all this shit. And he literally just has to brush right. his hair back and hairspray it. Like it's not that dramatic. No, it is though. When you're on, when you're on TV said you gotta be on set the whole time and sitting there and waiting for that, you know doing any touch-ups to the, you know, if they're getting touched up or not, anytime there's television production, especially for the president of the white house, they have to, you know, hire someone that's going to do that. So that's, that's the charge it was. I mean, it's, if the people are just thinking it's for haircuts and that's not the case. It's someone's being there every time he's on television, sitting by his side, waiting for a hair to fall out of place. So, um, drama. I made soup today. Did I tell you? Yeah. Oh. I said, why are you so depressed? And you said, ah, oh, making soup. <laughs> no, I have to go on a cleanse because I, Dr. Heller said I can't be a fat fuck when I go over there. So I have to be on this like diet and I'm sad. I'm, I'm pissed that we have to go on work days. Cause you know, on work days, we don't have really time to eat healthy and we end up drinking sometimes. And sometimes, yeah. sometimes that happens midday and um, I, I lose all control. And I start ordering dominoes to the hotel room. So I got to be on my best behavior because I need to keep my, my, uh, my body in check. I need to be ready to, to receive. And this year, so I made it. I made um, a vegetable soup. I did a clean out. I put my crock pot out, and uh, I'm having a full fall festival here at the um, at my house. The ender. It's happening. There is a scandal going on with um, Nene Marie Leakes, Wendy Marie Williams, and Andy Kardashian Cohen. Um, now apparently oh, yeah, I don't understand this. I, you sent it to me and I was like, I have no idea what's going on. So please explain. Okay. So Nene Leakes is done calling out former friend Wendy Williams for, and former boss Andy Cohen as a Real Housewives of Atlanta star took to her YouTube channel to address the pair discussing her departure from the series on Watch What Happens Live. So Andy had Wendy on Watch What Happens Live and they were talking about her exit. Apparently, um, Nene Leakes was asked to leave the franchise. I had no idea. Elik said, um, oh. where does it say here? Yes, I have considered Wendy a close friend and associate. Leaks confirmed why she has chosen to speak me so negative, negative of me lately. Um, she talked very negative a couple days ago. Blah, blah, blah. I guess so, Nene, so Wendy and Andy were talking negatively about 
Nene on what happens live. And what did they say? Saying that a spinoff with her would be boring. Saying um, we're oh. basically saying that the reason she said she left the show. So I guess she was fired, asked to leave, forced. They forced her out of the franchise. And um, but for what reason? What she do? I thought she was like the main star. Feels for to produce. Can she stir the pot? Having discuss her. Oh my god, he's learning it right now. No, I know that. Forced. She was forced out of the franchise, and um, they were making fun of her like that, saying that they, they shouldn't um, do any spinoffs with her because it wouldn't be funny. Her as a grandmother would be boring. Her following her would be, wouldn't be okay. So basically, Wendy and Andy were talking shit about her after she was forced out of the franchise. So then Aunt Nini went on to read that, uh, talk, talk shit about both of them on her Instagram page, um, sorry, on her YouTube page saying, um, and I have a quote from Nini Leakes I'd like to bring up now if I could. Nini, would you... Um, Why don't you just play the TikTok she did? I'm doing it, whore. Oh my God, you said you were going to read it. No, I'm playing, I said I have a quote. Wendy, for you, spend more of your time trying to figure out how you can drain your enormously large legs and feet, okay? Opposed to worrying about my family and what we are doing. You need to find the nearest water people, okay? And Andy, remember, no one knew you until you knew me. Get it, girl. Right? So, fight oh, in words. So, she told her boss, No one knew you until you knew me. So, she's on this network for 13 years. And uh, what she's talking about her legs, I guess she has, um, Wendy has lymphedema. Which swell, swells up her legs and her feet, so that's why she wanted her to get a water pill. Oh my gosh! Um, but I mean, if you fuck with someone, it would not be Nene Lee because you know she'll read you for filth down to the ground. I mean, that's that's just in her nature. So I would never. Oh yeah, no, thank you. Fuck with Nene. I love Nene so much. I'm I, not down for I was too afraid to say hi to her. I thought she was going to beat me up if I asked her, but she is I mean, <laughs> my favorite. So um, all this drama um, with Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen's been in a lot of hot water lately because apparently he, you know. He, he stirs the pot and then um, acts all innocent. And then all the, all the housewives have been coming for him lately. Um, so He should be on the housewives. Well, we, or, you signed the paper, didn't you? Oh, my God. Stop. And more housewives drama. Kyle's ring. So we all saw that Kyle Richards said that. Um, okay. So Diane Keaton. Did we talk about this last week? Yes. How a person stole her ring. So Diane Keaton took a picture of this woman's hands. Um, at a pharmacy and said, then she tweeted it. She liked her nails. Kyle Richards saw the ring and said, that's the same ring that was stolen from my house. That was my mother's that was stolen from my house was robbed. So then Kyle, everyone's like on Kyle's side, like, Oh my God, that gypsy stole your ring. Blah, blah, blah. So then this TikToker, I don't know her name. She was on TikTok and she put a video up like on TikTok saying, um, listen, bitch, this is my grandmother's hands. And this is her ring. She's been in her family for centuries. This is her, my, my fifth, my fifth birthday party wearing the ring she's had this ring longer than you've been around and it's not your mother's fucking oh ring. oh my god it's my grandmother's ring so now all this this woman is like so upset because she's getting all this negative press and she's done nothing wrong and everyone's account accusing her of stealing she wants a public apology from kyle and from um from keaton um for for causing all this stir up in her life this poor woman's like 80 years old just trying to wear her long black nails in her ring and um oh my god she's gonna have a heart attack from all this yeah, everyone's fucking with her. Um, what a sin. Another news, the Kardashians are some hot water. It's oh, God, why? Hold, hold on for this one. Specifically, 
Kris Jenner and Kourtney Kardashian. Kourtney, who never is in the news for bad things. but Kourtney. Kourtney and Crush. Uh, a security guard filed a lawsuit against Kris Jenner and Kourtney Marie, claiming they sexually harassed him with sexual comments and overtures, but Kris and Kourtney called fabricated and false fiction by a disgruntled ex-employee. Mark McWilliams claims he was hired in 2017 as a security guard to watch over Chris and the fam. He, he, he claims in May 2017, he may be subject to a pattern of unwanted and unwelcome sexual advances and other harass, harassing misconduct from Chris and Courtney. Among claims, comments of an overt sexual nature, comments about his physical appearance, comments about his sexual activities, and comments that he engaged oh my in God. other things. McWilliams claims, among other things, Chris massaged his neck, shoulders, and arms, and back without his consent. Sick. Caused her hand to rest on his thigh and groin and caused her pelvis Ew. her pelvis to rub against his back and her rear end and claims she exposed, <laughs> exposed portions of her body to him. He also claims she made lewd, suggestive, sexual, sexual, racist, homophobic, and otherwise discriminatory comments toward him and his coworkers. I mean... Chris, also, Chris Jenner claims that she then engaged a pattern of contact involving non-consensual sex, uh, physical contact with him. I don't know what he looks like. He's probably hot, and that's why this is all going down. Now, Chris likes to throw them back, I'm going to say. I get, when, I, when I have a little too much to drink, I get a little, and there's a cute guy around, I have a hard time controlling myself as well, Chris. So I don't blame you there, girl. But, this uh, is probably what happened. She's probably like you because she, you know, she likes to drink her wines and her alcohols. So I bet you she would get drunk and, like, you know, grab this guy and like try and be funny. Yeah. I think that's because I, I know we told this story before, but Joey, when we were filming in Vegas, mm-hmm. um, I forget what season, mm-hmm. but Joey got really drunk and he started grabbing everyone's butts and coolies and bishies, all the camera guys. And the producers had to like have a talk with them off camera and like, listen, you can't do that. You're sexual harassing the crew. <laughs> My friend V pulled me into a room. Shut the door. Like you gotta stop. No, I thought no. I, I was drunk the night before, so I, and I'm just I'm just waking up not knowing what happened the night before. So I get pulled in the, the, when the executive producer pulls me into the room. I thought I, I this is this is my moment. I th- I say I thought I was for you're sure. You're like Joey. You're on the cast. I, I was for sure she was gonna offer me a full time position, saying you did so good last night. We want to offer you the position as a new cast member. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I've made it. Instead, she said, um, we have, and she showed me footage of me, um. Sexual harassing, um, lewd acts. I grabbed Jenny's tits. I, I believe I poured something um, down her top. And <laughs> out, um, amongst other things. So I, I, I have to, I'm not signing with either thing, but I've been, we've all been there. I can't imagine Courtney getting drunk and touching a, um, oh, there's this picture. Oh, cool. We all can't see. Thank you. He's friends with R. Kelly. He's, he was an R. Kelly. So McWilliams got finally. Oh, he's, wait. There's also Mick Williams. He was founding member of a close friend of R. Kelly. The two founded the music group MGM in the late 80s. And Mick Williams was also listed as a part of the surviving R. Kelly series. As for um, the attorney, um, Chris, or so the Kardashian attorney, Giovanna Marie Lavelle, she had gone on as a statement saying that, he, that they had little interaction with him and the guard was repeatedly caught sleeping in his car on the job. Security company was also assigned, so he was fired. Um, I just think it was, I think this is all, she probably did hit on him, but I think this guy's just looking for, looking to cause trouble and, and get some money from the rich people. Wait, so what is he asking? What is, how much is he, is he suing them for? Uh, he's suing for unspecified damages. So he probably. Oh, he's probably suing for like millions. Yeah. Um. What a sense. Good luck, girl, because I can't um, even keep my lights on this month. So, um. <laughs> 
So I might, I thought, please respect the privacy at this time for Mark McWilliams, Courtney Marie, and Chris Kardashian. Yes, how um, terrible. And that's, <laughs> and that's, the and uh, that's the show, guys. <laughs> Um, Snoopy and I, I'm excited to get back to work. Um, I'm, like I said before, Mac Cosmetics sent me a, is sending me a, a big gift basket. Thank you, Petrina Marie Goldman. for Yeah, your, thanks, Mac. Yes, thank you for your contribution to um, the cause. Snoopy will be looking flourishing on her new show um, we can't talk about yet. And then we're off to Los Angeles. Um, yes. Heather McDonald, my friend Heather McDonald, she has a podcast called um, The Juicy Scoop. And Kaylin was on there this month and she asked me to be a guest. She wants me to come on. So when we're in LA, I have to go like a day earlier, maybe like stay a day later because um, I, I was asked to be on Juicy Scoop. So I need to find out the dates. I will set a group chat, but I need to know what dates are there. And yes, last- queen. This is your have- big break. I have to go on Juicy Scoop. And also I know Nicole, you're, you're a very busy mom. So I don't know what your timeline is like, but I fully intend to stay an extra day because um, I'm, I'm this close to the finish line. I have to nail, put the nail in the coffin and hang out with Sophia. So hopefully when we're there, they can come. Um, maybe if we have a day that we have, can now go have, have dinner somewhere. Maybe that I can invite Caitlin and Sophia, but I would love to have lunch or dinner with Caitlin if, if time allows. But if, if you have to run back to your family, I understand, but I will be staying until um, I'm invited to the Malibu at home and drink out of Baccarat crystal and go through Caitlin's panty drawer. Uh, just make sure you don't get Corona. Oh, I won't get it. Oh, I, maybe I have it. We Corona. Have to, we have to get tested on Saturday. I know. If I have oh. it, I told you that Cara Marie is going to have to come to your makeup if I have and they send me away. Yeah, and what if I have it? I'll lick your mouth so I get it. Then we can both If say- I have it, then I can't do the show. Oh. Well, maybe they'll ask me to be the co-host. Yeah, maybe. And then I can do your makeup. <laughs> okay. Well... Everyone, um, oh, New Jersey, that's why I said New York City opens up restaurants for 25%. Congratulations on the restaurants. So oh, my God. Thank God. If you need to go out and support in a safe manner, please go out and support your local restaurants because they have been suffering all this time, and we need our New York City back. All over that. Be safe, um, be responsible, but also be supportive of all small businesses. I'm, it's so sad to see everyone closing down. And um, let's, let's, let's kick this ass and – ew, kick this ass. Ew, kick this ass what? Make sure you guys um, definitely register to vote. Joey told you what to do, um, but everybody needs to vote because this shit is crazy and we are going to live in handmaids, I feel. Oh, oh my God. So I want to talk about that. Um, Last thing. So that lady that Trump um, wants to nominate, she was on, what's her name? Oh my God. She's going to take over Ruth Gator Ginsburg's seat in the house. Yeah. What's her name? I forget. Um, Amy? Is it Amy? I don't know. Should I look it up? Well, she, yeah, she was on, um, she was on the news because, you know, she was talking about whatever she was talking about and she belongs to a church. I feel like we talked about this already, but she belongs to a church where they call the women handmaidens and it's like the handmaid's tale. So literally on the news, she's wearing this blue dress with pearls and she looks like a wife of the commander from Handmaid's Tale. So I had to snap a picture of it. I post it on my Facebook and I send it to all my friends that watch Handmaid's and all my friends that are terrified that it's actually going to happen. And she looks exactly like a wife of a commander from The Handmaid's Tale. It was actually fucking creepy. I see that now. Her name is Amy Coney Barrett. And Chris- Yes. So do you see her outfit? How it's like that blue dress? Is she Mormon? No, but that's what The Handmaid's wear in the show. So I'm like, is she 
freaking for real? Like, this is going to happen. Ugh, I can't. You know what? I think I'm going to go back to my homeland of Chile. Chile. Are you allowed in? I mean, why not? I'm a Chilean. Yeah, that's true. Just show your face at the door. Um, well, yeah. be like, remember me? Yeah, come back in. Come in. <laughs> Have a, a safe, sexy weekend. Um, and come uh, And get ready for me and Joey's stories because we're going to be a hot mess. Yes. So long to Dina and Chris. Take care. So long. Thank you.